so critically acclaimed. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. Here we go on the second half of Riverdale. Also, I just wanted to add that if you had already seen Riverdale and you didn't listen to the first episode, um, but you want to hear my story of how I met Charles Melton, who plays Reggie, go listen to the first episode um, because it's a funny story. Well, not really funny, but just like interesting to hear and fun if you want to know. Um, but first of all, the way I'm going to start with Riverdale is going to be, of course, with the relationships because that's what I do best. Um But first up, we have Betty and Archie. So originally, I was on board for this at the very beginning. And I mean, like, the literal very beginning, like, the very first episode. Um, But then, obviously, I really got behind, like, Betty and Jughead when they, like, started doing that. And that, like, took off. So then this kind of settled. But then, recently, as everyone knows, in season four, they brought... Betty and Archie like back up into the discussion when Jughead was like quote-unquote dead but then also like after he wasn't anymore I don't know and it was super weird and uncomfortable and I thought it was like very random and thank god it didn't last long because like we love Betty and Jughead and like Archie and Betty just make sense as friends and it was just like super uncomfortable for everyone um But then that gets me to the best ship on the show, probably Betty and Jughead, aka Bughead. The whole world like exploded over this and like loved it, especially because, you know, um, Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhart were dating in real life. Sadly, they're no longer dating. Um, But like that made it a bigger deal and people shipped it a lot more and I'm sure people are still going to ship it and yeah but this pairing apparently was like very random and I know like the creators of the show weren't really expecting this to take off like it did but again the fact that Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse were dating in real life obviously made it much bigger than it would have been naturally I think. Um, and I also just think like their personalities made it a really good match in the show. Like they both like mysteries and solving the cases together. And they're also like equals in their relationship to Archie, who's like somewhat the main character. So I don't know that just kind of like understood each other and like their connection with him and everything. Um, and so, like I said, people know now that Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt broke up. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that impacts the show going forward because, you know, they haven't filmed yet while being broken up. But, you know, so many shows have done it with, like, where people have broken up and then they had to still be filming as if they're in a relationship like Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush in One Tree Hill or Nina Dobrev and Ian Somerhalder on The Vampire Diaries. So it's doable. Also... Something funny but also kind of gross that happens on the show with these two that doesn't really get addressed and I'm going to address it right now and has really bothered me was the fact that Betty and Jughead's parents are dating and like even had a kid together and it's not really impacting Betty and Jughead being together. Now, let me explain how this now is like seen actually in a whole other show where it is a huge deal. So this storyline is extremely similar if not like identical to that of gossip girl and spoiler alert now if you haven't seen it but it relates to rufus and lily so lily and rufus had a past together they used to date and then they went their separate ways to like then um you know get married have kids whatever and then now their kids go to high school together and so their kids serena and dan start dating and you know they go back on again off again whatever but then at some point in the series lily and rufus start dating 
And it was kind of awkward, like, how can they date while their kids are dating? And so I think, and then, like, Lily and Rufus were engaged, and I don't remember if they, like, full-on got married and or maybe like I don't remember if they did get married or they didn't whatever but I think this was at a time when like Serena and Dan weren't together I guess I don't know but then we learn that Lily and Rufus had a kid so now Serena and Dan are dating and they even end up together and get married despite the fact that they share a half brother which is like really gross and like not okay in my mind so then here we are in Riverdale with the exact same storyline, but they don't really address it and how it's weird that Betty and Jughead are dating while Alice and FP are dating. And we learned that, of course, Alice and FP had a past in high school and they had a kid and they share a half-brother um, and then Betty and Jughead share a half-brother. But then again, like since the town of Riverdale is weirder and has twisted storylines, um, like much more compared to Gossip Girl, maybe it was like more acceptable. I don't know. And they're just like fine with not like talking about it, especially because like they're not blood related. But it's it's weird. It's weird, I think. So if you think it's weird too, let me know because I don't want to be the only one. Okay, then we have my absolute least favorite couple by far Archie and Veronica I think it's everyone's which is pretty funny considering Archie's the main character and Veronica's like within the core four but I just hate the two of them I hate when Veronica calls her calls him Archiekins um and I also just don't like Archie or Veronica's characters. Um, you know, I hate how Archie self-sabotages himself and always gets in trouble because, you know, he's trying to do the right thing or whatever. But he always gets in so much problems and I hate it. And especially like he always gets in so many problems because of Veronica and his relationship with her and like Hiram and everything. And um, I did not like and Veronica's character is she's my least favorite though she I hate that she calls her dad daddy and she's just like annoying and I really just don't like anything about her and how like high on her horse she is um I don't know I just whatever then we have Cheryl and Tony they're cute but sometimes I think they're like a little over the top um but that's just my thing and then the last couple is Allison FP I loved them like capital loved them I loved all the allusions to their backstory and like history at the very beginning of the series and when they finally got back together in present day that was great but I did wish that they gave us a full like detailed story of their history because they never clearly talked about it and they especially never clearly talked about how their son like about their son and how that happened and everything and how it was actually FPs like they just kind of jumped in like to that that into the reality like how FP was like acknowledging that it was his son but like Alice lied about that at one point and said that it was Hanks or whatever and I just think it would have been like cool to see how that all went down and now I mean they're together but FP is leaving the show so I don't know um but yeah so that's it for like my like opinions on relationships but we'll see what happens as things um change I know there were like some I didn't mention like Kevin but he's like more of a side character and also I did not want to go there with like Archie and Josie and the other pussycats because I just try to erase that whole part of the show from my memory um but now I want to talk about like the storyline so overall I don't like really always love the storylines of the show every season kind of had like 
of course, a different story arc for the entire season, which makes sense. But then they were always like so dark and they kept getting weirder. So, of course, season one was probably the like simplest. And that was the like whole, um, you know, who killed Jason Blossom. And then season two was the Black Hood going around and killing all these people and trying to figure out who it was and whatever. Season three, Griffins and Gargoyles, of course, which is probably the weirdest storyline and the whole like with the farm and the cult and everything. I really didn't like season three um, but because it, it was just so twisted and whatever. And then season four, which was the last season, was actually my favorite. And I feel like the main storyline was like all about Stonewall prep and, you know, I thought they really did a good job with the storytelling there, um, and I really enjoyed it, especially at the beginning of season four. Um, you know, they had to deal with the death of um, Luke Perry, who played Fred Andrews. And, you know, when this happens in shows, they obviously have to decide if they're going to kill the character off or um, recast them or just write them out of the storyline. And so in this case, they ended up killing his character off um, with Fred Andrews, you know, stopping on the side of the road to help a woman whose car broke down and then he got um, hit by a truck. And so this was, of course, like really difficult to watch. And for the cast and career, I remember like they um, had delayed shooting because of his sudden death and weren't exactly sure how to go and move on from this. So they had to delay this series a little bit. Um, but I think what was so special about the storyline, which is kind of like a bit of a fun fact if you didn't know, but um, when Archie goes to visit the spot on the road where his father was killed, we see um, a woman there, and it's the woman who Fred was helping. And the actress who played that woman was actually Shannon Doherty, who was Luke Perry's co-star from Beverly Hills 90210. So, of course, it really hit close to home, and the tears and hugs were all real. Like, I definitely cried in that episode. Um, it was just, it was super sad. Um, and then going forward, just like overall, I really enjoyed season four. I especially loved the one episode where Betty and Jughead lock everyone in the office at Stonewall Prep and uncover the whole story of, you know, how they knew about their plan to, to like kill Jughead and how they got around it and how they figured out like the Stonewall Preppies like plans and everything. And, and also with like the whole, um, I forget the brother's book, whatever it was called, where they wrote the book, figuring out who, like who killed the teacher and everything. Like I thought that episode was like masterfully done. And I remember thinking like, how was this not the season finale? Because it like, un it uh, unfolded everything and all the mysteries and stuff. So l usually they save that for the very last episode. And I really just didn't like the next episodes. Um, for starters, the musical episode was awful. Um, but I personally think all of the musical episodes were horrible. I hated Archie's musical era, like I um, said before, and like him and Josie, it just didn't didn't like that. And I also didn't like how those episodes like transitioned to then um, the like kids trying to get back at Principal Honey. And I know I have to acknowledge that like the Stonewall Prep storyline with them like unfolding that I don't know I don't remember how many episodes that was in maybe like fifteen sixteen that might have only been like halfway through the season. Um, and obviously they would have like had so many another bigger storyline maybe that was like. I guess flushed throughout the entire season and it just didn't come to a height because of like the pandemic um I mean I know that like Riverdale's like show production got shut down actually pretty early because um there was a small outbreak I think amongst the crew um but 
so it was like really they ha- it was really hard because you know all these shows are stopping at a point where they can have enough episodes to air the like season so fans can have something but they're just not gonna have that closure and if there's a cliffhanger that wasn't supposed to be there or you know whatever it wasn't like the full-fledged season so it's gonna be really interesting how these shows go on to like navigate then when things hopefully get better um and how are they gonna like be able to air that you know are they gonna do like is it going to be like a holiday special, but it's not like a holiday theme, but like maybe in December they air like three or four episodes, which was supposed to finish out the season. And then would they wait all the way till like next year? Because all of these shows are so behind in production. There's no way like most shows come back in September, at least shows that are on like network television that air September to May and take like a break for um, the holiday season in like mid-December to mid-January or like after Thanksgiving to January, like those shows are not like they're not on track to air right now, you know, so I don't know what's going to happen. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, But don't worry, we'll never run out of TV shows to watch because there's always Netflix. Um, Okay, so that was Oh, and then my biggest thing for season four. And again, they might have very well addressed it in those last few episodes that we didn't get to see. But um. I'm totally blanking on his name, but the brother who played... Oh, Chick. Yes. So remember Chick, who he pretended to be um, FP and Alice's son and Betty and Jughead's half-brother, and he was all like crazy and weird. And then they learned that it wasn't actually him, and then they learned that Charles now was him. But then there was that episode, I don't remember if it was at the beginning of season four or the end of season three, but we see Charles visiting Chick in prison because they're like in a relationship and their partners so like what that better be addressed and that cannot just get swept under the rug because like they obviously think charles is on their side and helping them and the others i'm like waiting for the other shoe to drop like when is this going to happen because it's going to be huge um and i hope like i wanted to remind people in case they forgot about that because they should not forget about this okay then guest stars, because I feel like there was like a good amount of some recognizable guest stars from like other teen dramas slash just like cool things. So for starters, we have the biggest one, in my opinion, and in my heart, of course, Chad Michael Murray played Edgar Evanover. Um, But you guys know I had to mention him as he is my OG and the OG 2000s teen heartthrob and forever my favorite from One Tree Hill, Gilmore Girls, Dawson's Creek, A Cinderella Story the list goes on. I love Chad Michael Murray. He is my everything. Um, And then we have Kerr Smith who played Mr. Honey recently and he was in The Fosters and in Dawson's Creek. Then you have Shannon Purser as Ethel Muggs. Everyone knew her as Barb from Stranger Things. And then she was in Sierra Burgess as a loser. And lastly, we have Kelly Ripa who played Mrs. Mulray, Hiram Lodge's mistress, which was actually funny because I then learned that um, Kelly Ripa and the actor who played like Mark Consuelos, I think is his name, who plays Hiram Lodge are actually married in real life and have been for like 20 years or something and have like several kids. Um, so that was like cool because I just totally thought this was maybe like a second marriage or I don't know why I thought that, but yeah. Okay, and then I have to talk about the spinoff to Riverdale. So there is a spinoff to Riverdale that is called Katie Keene. And now this show just aired back in February for its first season. And I just learned a few days ago that it got canceled and the CW doesn't want to air a second season. But 
But, so don't lose interest, Warner Brothers, which is the studio behind Riverdale and Katie Keene, is still looking for a new home for the show, and it's probably going to end up on HBO Max as an original series, So, and that's where you can currently stream Katie Keene the first season. Um, but I might do an episode of the podcast on Katie Keene later, so I'm going to just keep it simple because I don't want to give everything away. But basically, Josie from Riverdale moves to New York City years and this is years after Riverdale so she's like in her 20s and she connects with Veronica's old friend Katie Keene played by Lucy Hale and so now the show really just focuses on a group of young 20 something year olds living in New York City trying to pursue their dreams of you know becoming a fashion designer a musician Broadway star and like a socialite um and I really like the show because again I'm a broken record but it's something for like young 20 something year olds instead of watching teen drama stuff so that's cool and then the last but certainly not least part of the podcast and always my favorite is some fun facts because you know you got to keep it interesting and I actually shared some of these on my TikTok because that's what I do if you're not following me already on TikTok you can find me at not so critically acclaimed I've really been getting a lot of um, follows and likes and views and comments lately so thank you I really appreciate them I love talking about these shows and I typically do about three or four TikToks per TV series. Um, The first video I always do for the show usually is a fun facts video and if they're liked so much and there's enough fun facts I will do a second one Um, but it's really just trying to share with you guys um, you know some popular fun facts that people don't really know and they're kind of cool and interesting um and then you know i just try to use other trends from the app to make funny stuff about the show um so go ahead and make sure you're following me and it's a fun time so yes um so first up we have camila mendez and cole sprouse actually went to college together at nyu um but they didn't know each other and they weren't friends at all um and in later interviews we learned that like camila said he was kind of a weirdo and it was back in the day when he had really long hair and he'd been out of the spotlight for a while just you know find himself get an education um whatever so that's like small world you know Um, then I learned that there's only one Jughead beanie, so if anything happens to it, they're kind of screwed, but I mean, I guess they could just make another one, couldn't they, you know? Then you have Madeline Petch, who plays Cheryl Blossom, is actually extremely fearful of open bodies of water because of a boating accident that she was in when she was younger, where she was in like this glass boat, and she fell out of the bottom, because I guess the bottom of the boat broke, so she fell through the water and has been like petrified ever since, and so that made like filming a lot of her scenes pretty difficult, especially that one where, you know, Cheryl Blossom falls through the ice and into the like ice cold water. Um, so like they had to do a lot of takes for that and she had to really, you know, prep herself for it in advance. Um, also, I don't know if this is still relevant or like true because the show, uh, aired it back in 2017 and as of 2017, Madeline Petch and Lily Reinhardt were actually roommates. But again, that might've just been because like they were, um, living together while filming. Cause a lot of, uh, the shows, like a lot of shows do that with their cast as a way for them to like bond and get to know each other. And, you know, also like from scheduling, it makes sense. Um, as opposed to if you had like a roommate that isn't going to work with like timelines, you know, cause you don't want to be inconsiderate. Um, but whatever. So then I feel like most people know this, but in case you don't, which like, there's no way you don't, but KJ Appa is not a natural redhead. He is in fact, 
has like black or dark brown hair, but I personally believe he looks better as a redhead. And then Cole Sprouse is naturally a blonde. Um, and I, I kind of still prefer him as a blonde, but I'm still like also like really used to him with the black hair now. So it's fine. Um, also, this is just a funny fact about my own personal life, but I actually know someone from college who is a redhead and his name is Archie. And I was like, like, you know, why would any mother do that to their kid? And someone was like, well, the show didn't exist back then. And I'm like, yeah, but the art, the comics didn't. He's still like a redhead named Archie in the comics and people would know that. Um, but so she was like, oh, whatever. But then I learned that Archie is actually his middle name. So I'm like, why would he choose to go by that unless like he thinks then it would be an easy way for people to remember his name and it always gave him something um to talk about I don't know but I just thought it was really funny um but anything anyway then this is something I remember but I don't know if this account is still active but Cole Sprouse actually had an Instagram account where he would take pictures where he would post pictures that um like he would post pictures or videos of that he would took that he would take of other people trying to take pictures and videos of him, like catching them in the act. Um, I don't, like I said though, I don't remember what it was called and I don't remember if it's still live. Um, but you might be able to find some on the internet or something. And then the whole cast were apparently like major Sweet Life fans and there are some fun videos and interviews online talking about their reactions and like favorite episodes and stuff like that. And lastly, Cole Sprouse and KJ Appa's romance is amazing and like, you should just go look up videos of that. So that's all I have to say about Riverdale. Um, I was kind of like dreading this episode just because, it, like I said, in the first half, it's not my favorite teen drama and it's very different from a lot of the other ones I think I've done and talked about before on the podcast. But, you know, I had to give into the hype that everyone loves it. So I thought I would just go for it. And I was also worried I wouldn't have enough to say, but clearly I did. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. Like I said, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok, both both of them at not so critically acclaimed. Um, a, I post new episodes of the podcast every Monday, so be sure to check them out next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.